Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, August 10th. Former President Donald Trump's legal troubles continue to heat up as a co-defendant pleads not guilty to new criminal charges. Today, we're recording the podcast in Des Moines, Iowa. More on that in future podcasts as we traipse around the Iowa State Fair to catch up with some Republican presidential candidates. But worth noting, the convergence of the political and the legal once again front and center. The Iowa caucuses are set for January 15th, 2024. And today, we have learned from Jack Smith, the special counsel, and his team of prosecutors in a court filing that in the election subversion case, if you will, the January 6th case in Washington, D.C., where Donald Trump has been indicted on charges relating to conspiracy and defrauding the United States, Jack Smith and his team submitted to the court today a preference for a trial calendar, when it should start. And they are arguing in their court filings that this trial should begin on January 2nd, that is, two weeks before the Iowa caucuses, where Donald Trump plans to partake and is currently the dominant frontrunner. Two weeks before, if indeed the judge were to bless this court date, Donald Trump would be in a federal courtroom in Washington, D.C., not here on the campaign trail in Iowa. Now, we saw with the Mar-a-Lago case, Trump and his team have argued in court to delay that case until after the 2024 election. I suspect we may see similar pushback from Trump and his team to the judge in the D.C. case as it relates to the January 6th matter. But remember, that Mar-a-Lago case, despite Trump's arguing for a post-election court date, is actually slated for May. So Donald Trump's legal woes are once again completely intersecting with his political priorities and the political calendar. Now, today, we also learned in that Mar-a-Lago case that his co-defendant, Walt Nauta, the body man, pleaded not guilty in the Florida courtroom today to new charges brought by the special counsel as a part of that superseding indictment. Trump himself and his legal team formally submitted his not guilty plea. You'll remember last week, Trump and his team indicated that the former president would be pleading not guilty to those new charges in the superseding indictment. That happened as a matter of formality today as well. CNN's Randy Kay was outside the federal courthouse in Florida today, as another defendant, Carlos de Oliveira, is apparently having trouble finding a lawyer in Florida to represent him. And we were expecting uh, the property manager, Oliveira, to uh, enter a plea as well. He was in a Miami courtroom last week. He did not enter a plea because he did not officially have a Florida lawyer. So de Oliveira's D.C. attorney, John Irving, told the court that they believe they've ironed out the details, but they they need another day or so to make it official. So now another day, another delay. The charges Nauta and De Oliveira face include making false statements, conspiracy to obstruct justice, and corruptly altering, destroying, mutilating, or concealing documents. In other Trump world legal news, the 16 Michigan Republicans who served as 
so-called fake electors in 2020, have pleaded not guilty for their role in Trump's efforts to subvert the 2020 presidential election results in that state. The felony charges are the first of their kind. No presidential campaign has ever tried a multi-state scheme to subvert the Electoral College, meaning no prosecutor has ever had to file criminal charges like these. The defendants include former and current Michigan Republican officials. Some have said they were tricked into signing the fake elector certificates, while others still deny the 2020 election results. As a reminder, Joe Biden won the state of Michigan. And these legal headaches for Donald Trump are not coming to an end anytime soon. Sources familiar with the matter tell CNN that Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis is expected to seek more than a dozen indictments before a grand jury next week. This is all part of Willis's investigation into efforts by Trump and his allies to overturn the 2020 election results in Georgia. Again, a reminder, Joe Biden won the state of Georgia in 2020. Donald Trump lost. This is all getting so convoluted and intertwined with each other that there are going to be inevitable cross-currents in these cases. Listen to my colleague Ellie Honig talking about how Fonnie Willis, the prosecutor in Fulton County, Georgia, could be charging people who are already defendants for similar charges in special counsel Jack Smith's investigation. Some people may say it's unfair, and DOJ policy says we like to avoid that because we don't feel the need to pile on, but this is going to be Fonnie Willis's charge. Beyond the sort of technical aspect of it, there could be tension. First of all, trial dates. There's only so many trial dates to go around. We're now going to have four indictments. Here's the other thing. If somebody has cooperated with Jack Smith's team and Fonnie Willis goes and indicts that person, that's what we call blowing up the cooperator. And that, of course, could lead to tension between the two investigations. Trump has not been silent when it comes to these charges or potential charges in the case of Georgia. He spoke to a large crowd in Wyndham, New Hampshire on Tuesday using some pretty colorful language. I'm sorry, I won't be able to go to Iowa today. I won't be able to go to New Hampshire today because I'm sitting in a courtroom on bullshit. And as Trump is prone to do, he went directly after the prosecutor in the Georgia case. He attacked Fonnie Willis. I probably have another one. They say there's a young woman, uh, a young racist in Atlanta, a racist. And this is a person that wants to indict me. She's got a lot of problems, but she wants to indict me to try and run for some other office. Donald Trump's playbook is pretty clear. Whether it's Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan district attorney, or Fonnie Willis, or Jack Smith, the special counsel, whichever of these prosecutors are taking the lead on charging him with crimes, he immediately seeks to discredit them in the minds of the public and clearly animating his supporters around the idea that these prosecutors are doing something other than their actual job, which is following the facts and bringing charges where appropriate. That, he believes, is not the case. And he is selling his supporters yet again on this notion of a rigged justice system against him. Donald Trump believes that he can use these indictments in the very short term as political fuel for his campaign, to rally his supporters, to keep the faithful in the fold. But he is also keenly aware of the weight this is adding 
to his third candidacy for the White House, especially as the trial calendars begin to take shape. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.